Welcome, everybody, to Wheeler, the podcast, the podcast of me, Wheeler. Uh, I made a pot of greed video. Oh, is that it? Yeah, I didn't. I Thanks didn't for coming, a... everybody. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, here with Pei. Uh, we're talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Again. Again. We did do... Okay, technically I didn't post that one. <laughs> because <laughs> Is I it because you were going through Jaden's cards again and you were like, oh yeah, all these suck and are not fun to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> Anime cards are bad. Oh boy, I'm going to activate Wild Half and give you free advantage. Yeah, I'm going to activate a worse magic cylinder. Uh, yeah, Pay, uh, Pay knows Yu-Gi-Oh! I know Yu-Gi-Oh! We're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Probably mostly like cards, the actual cards. Yeah, they uh, they're releasing a new white girl. I heard she's level four, so you can you can send the other white girl to summon her. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the meta Yu-Gi-Oh is here. I got. I, that that you, you threw me off track with that. I mean, I'm I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the fucking meta is right now. I remember it's, Dogmatica coming out, and that's about it. That was like a year ago, babe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, okay, the meta is mostly it's everything, kinda. Honestly, the meta does haven't existed since 2020. Because <laughs> as soon as the the big toss format ban list happened. And we had no in-person events. The real meta hasn't formed, I don't think. Like, Drytron was a big deal. Tri-Brigade was a big deal. But they aren't, like, undisputed Tier 1. There's also a bunch of other decks. A lot of Tier 2 decks, Tier 2 Rogue-type decks are creeping up there. People thought B-Trooper were meta for a moment. Okay, no, I, I remember that specifically because of that that progression episode where gage was like i'm looking to build b troopers because i've been testing them out and they're crazy and i'm like I mean, no they aren't they're fusion suck. yeah the fusion is real bad but they they are like they're like reptiles in that insects have a lot of support they just needed a lot needed a good archetype to base around but uh, b troopers are better than ogre dogget ogre dogget yeah I mean, didn't insects already get enough with a uh, fucking insectors being like an actual threat for a year? Yeah, Did, but they was, really was, need another archetype. I know was, that was like nine years ago. That was like, like twelve still. years ago. That was oh, pre. Well, it was like twenty twelve. That was pre XYZ format. Insectors? No, it wasn't. That was that was Order of Chaos. Wheeler, what the hell are you talking about? I'll get that and uh, Dark Arm Dragon format confused because they are like because they are like the same speed to me, so they're yeah. in the same zone. And then XYZ format happens and everything just speeds up. Well, no, it, it was slow at first. You remember Dino Rabbit, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's, after that, it actually speeds up. But that's still like four, like a bunch of nor- special summons in a turn without. Without losing a lot of advantage, yeah. yeah. But the meta is really yeah everything. Uh, we <laughs> sword soul is actually meta. Uh, oh yeah, specifically Tenny soul sword soul, right? Well, the regular sword soul is good, but it's just a boring deck because all you do is make the rank ten, you make the rank eight, you make you do that, you just sit on them, you make the level, you sit the synchros, synchros. Okay, so um. It's a lot like uh, new challengers format. Okay. Okay. I see. I <laughs> my problem is I don't remember formats by sets. I remember them by cards. Oh yeah, no. I was desperately trying to remember which set uh, Klee's first came out in, and it, that's why it took oh, me a second. Hmm. I wouldn't say Klee's. They're more interactive and they do more and more interesting, but. They're very what linear. Be, what could be more interesting than Tribute Stealth Pass? <laughs> uh, I... X Actually, I recently tried to play Klee's, and they're just... Like, in modern time, they feel... Bad. Not bad to play. Like, like you don't have a game plan. <laughs> you yeah. just... 
<laughs> it's like really just... weird to be disillusioned by playing old decks. Like I remember I when I was playing Legacy of the Duelist, um, I built a Necroz deck because you could just lose and get free points. So I was like, oh, I'll build Necroz. Uh, and with no ban list, they should be like busted. And I was like, holy shit, Goki is better. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was before like Power Load Ogre even. Yeah, like the, even before Power Load, Goki could still do big link, extra link shenanigans. Yeah, compared to Necroz, which is just, um, you can summon Unicorn with a Prognosticator of Rituals. And then where do you go from there? You locked out their extra deck. Good job. Now what? Yeah, like I, speaking of Odex, I tried to remake a dad deck using the new cards and the new Destiny Hero stuff. And mm-hmm. it works. But it's, like I said, it's weird. You don't, you don't have the same flow, the same inboard game plan as you do like a regular current meta deck. You don't think, you can't play with a intention of doing access code, Appalooza, pass. You just, you just focus more on the main deck and the big monsters there. And you don't want to get rid of those monsters because they're an advantage. But also, the extra deck monsters are way better also. Yeah. Okay, meta? Uh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about more modern cards again. Uh, Flunderies. Oh, I love those guys. They look really cute, but also I, I know people were like, uh, who was it? It was like MBT viewers who were hyping it up to be like, this is going to be the next tier zero meta threat. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, from what I've heard, they're, they could be if they they're get annoying. the right support. That's like, they're just right annoying now, right now. Yeah. I, <laughs> the MBT bit where he was trying to get Gay to send him a Flunder core. And yeah. apparently, Simo kept telling Gage, "Don't do it. Don't send it to him. Don't. You don't want. He doesn't want to play this deck. He doesn't want to play this deck." <laughs> that that kind of explains it. Yeah. Like, a normal summon based archetype is a fun idea, but when it's of just a floodgate monarch deck, basically, it's nothing. I mean, yeah. If you if you wanted to play fucking tribute summon then just play monarchs damn at least they have pantheism which is like a cool card yeah yeah uh but imagine the humiliation when you have this deck that's fucking normal summon alistair and whatever the hell else it does and you get beat down by just normal ass birds oh yeah alistair's still here yeah of course he is Uh, oh shit I, I remember I saw a picture earlier. Let me see if I can pull it up because it was like a fan made ban list where it was like, yeah, it gets rid of all of the like it. It's a ban list you could tell was fake because the formatting was off and also um, there was just too many cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, there he is. Uh, oh, here <laughs> here we go. So the for, forbidden and limited card list update for this person was forbidden. Destiny Hero Celestial. Hmm. Uh, Scythe. Arch Nemesis Protos. Protos? Pride of Plant Verte. Mystic Mine. Nadir Servant. Imperial Order and Red (laughs) (laughs) Three. Nadir Servant? What really gets me is really both Celestial and Verte forbidden. Yeah. No, you... Why why would you get rid of fucking Celestial who does nothing outside of D Hero decks when you're and getting even, rid of Birthday? Even, even as a uh DPE target, it's it's like it's situ- situational and you're losing your it's the comeback card. It's yeah. a you're out of everything, you're done comeback card. That's it. And that's a fine card to have. That's not a problem. Yeah. And there's All other right. targets. <laughs> there, yeah. I mean, there's an entire archetype of targets. Fucking people might start using Mali if they uh ban Celestial. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, limited is Fractal, Rocket Tracer, Lulu, <laughs> Alpha Thuban, Alistair, Astrograph Sorcerer, <laughs> Magispector Unicorn, and Quick Launch. Quick Launch. Quick, yeah. Tracer. Yes. I. Mm. 
I'm going to be honest. The only thing I agree with is like Alistair. If only because I fucking hate that dude. Yeah, and if you're going to limit a tribrigade, you're limiting Nerval. Yeah. Uh, and then the surprisingly the semi limited and unlimited, while they're arguably kind of weird choices, are more tame. Semi limited is just Gazelle and uh, Red Eyes Darkness Metal. Okay. Yeah. And unlimited was uh, Scroll Cobat Joker and Emergency Teleport. Yeah. Okay. Which is like, they're like they looked at their forbidden and limited lists, and they're like, oh, we can't go too crazy anymore. We just we fucking blew our load at the beginning. I kind of want Etelli to be unlimited just to see the chaos for that one format. I mean, are there any really good psychic decks that could take advantage of it? Just right virtual now? world, really, and like that, oh, yeah. those, and that's kind of that falling down some. Yeah, and even then, they were kind of like ricky when they were actually meta right yeah uh it's kind of the same problem drytron has i think yeah but drytron also has the entire ritual adding cards package with it so it's lit a little bit better yeah listen i'm I'm excited uh if if this guy's prediction is correct then fucking pendulum is about to get just a tiny bit better Uh, okay, I'm looking at the Remote Duel YCS for Europe last month. Mm-hmm. First place, Tiny Sword Soul. Second, D-Tiro B-Trooper. Third okay. place, Leerless Tribe Gade. They're also third place, D-Hero Dogmanica Invoked. I fucking hate how Konami names these decks. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, D-Hero. It's only... Five cards in total. No, three cards because it's Dasher Celestial Fusion Destiny and Destroy Phoenix Enforcer. Like, that's yeah. not Destiny oh, yeah. Hero. That's just fucking what you have in backstock. <laughs> like, at least Invoked is more of a deck because while it's just a monster, a spell, and then whatever fusions you're making, I would at least be like, yeah, that's an Invoked deck. <laughs> like, okay, fifth place or fifth, eighth place, whatever. Is was a pure Plank Kids deck. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, three Ash Blossoms, three Dropsies, three Franzies, three Lampsies, three Roxies. Holy shit. I didn't <laughs> think people were still playing Plank Kids. It's good as an engine, because it's just a f- free advantage, basically. Yeah, that's what the Scottish man told me with his Adamantator <laughs> death. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Hey, he topped the regional. A like, local. Like, yeah, a local. Uh, uh, two? Everything he says is right. Okay, chat. When will, will Max, should Max be in band or not? <laughs> lean into that so much. Like, <laughs> sit down and have a discussion of should Max. Yeah, it is. Um, But it's also really unfun. Like, it's the kind of card that I would say, yeah, it should be unlimited, but also only if they unlimit Pot Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> pot of greed isn't even that good. No, I mean it's not in like, the search. It's just a pot of prosperity is way better. Yeah, it's it's a plus twelve when you really think about it. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, uh, let's see, let's see what other let's see remote duel. Okay, the North American YCS. Tiny sort. Oh, no, these are. These are all last. These are all like last place decks. <laughs> oh shit! These none. Of these are all 17th to thirty two, thirty second. Where is none of these? None of these are new. Remote dual regional qualifier. No, these are all sorts of uh, regional qualifier. I guess Sky Striker is oh, huh. ba- back sort of. Well, I mean, because they they got Kagari and. Uh, Engage back, right? Yeah. Each at one. So that's not surprising, I guess, but at, at least it's not back to three. Just, you know what would be really funny now that I think about it? What? If they just slowly unbanned, like, the uh, toss decks again. Like, just with <sighs> each format, they just kind of remove a little bit to bring the decks back until we're just reaching eternal format, too. Was, was Thunder Dagger Colossus that bad? Um... Hang on, let me look up that guy again because I remember him being pretty bad. 
Um, I, I I don't remember it. Colossus. Oh, so uh, oh, right, yeah. Um, and you can just protect it uh, by banishing a thunder from your graveyard. Hmm. Eh, that's not that bad. I don't know. A, a constant continuous droll seems kind of bad. Oh, it's and it's one sided. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. This he could come back to like two, maybe. Yeah, maybe one. Oh, yeah, and you can't banish it because Thunder Dragon has recovery from banished. Yeah, with a lot uh, of their cards. Okay, yeah, this can't come back. <laughs> I mean, hey, maybe maybe they'll bring it back one time, like a that one ban list where they brought Snatch Steel back at one, and then just immediately banned it again. <laughs> that was the greatest time in my life because I was starting to get back into Yu-Gi-Oh like somewhat seriously, and I was like, oh, I'm going to play Black Wings, and uh. <laughs> I saw a list, and they played Snatch Steel, and I was like, that's legal again? Why? And I played it, and I was like, wow, Snatch Steel carries this deck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, coming up, we have the Braves, the Adventurer stuff coming. Mm. Which is oh. going to be... I, I think... <laughs> I wonder if they're going to pre-ban list that, because that wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, hey, they did that with Monster Reborn in Duel Links, so maybe they should start applying that logic <laughs> to real life. Because, like, I, we're going to have an entire format of DPE, Brave Token Engine, and, yeah. Uh, hey, I mean, maybe when when that comes out, we'll get the Ice Jade support that makes them meta, too. They're, so they're it'll close. Be, they're it'll close. be fucking Ice Jade, Brave, uh, DPE. And that doesn't sound like a fun format. <laughs> mm, I, I, like, I wonder, since they came out, I wanted to say, like, Ice Shade was like, oh, this is actually good. It's, I tried to build a Mermail deck with it, and the best I got is ending on the Link, the Mermail Link, the Elemental Lore that loops your opponent for two, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the Mermail boss monsters. And that's not a bad board, but it's not a good board either. Yeah, it's not that bad, but you want to know the funny thing? What? Pure Mermail could probably also make that exact board with yeah, probably. probably the same amount of ease. Hey, you get uh, one Ice Shade back, probably, when a monster gets destroyed. Oh, wow, Pog. Do you also get Scale Armor with the Mizuchi back, too? <laughs> no, the deck I saw was running Sekka's Light. Oh my god. Hang on. <laughs> I tried to find the latest deck list and it the latest highest topping deck list of something that wasn't like a bad regional. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I found. I don't know why you would play that. <laughs> or why you would play that in Mermail, especially. Or Ice Jade, because they have like they have decent spell and trap cards, right? Especially uh, the, with the, the new ones. Well, the new one's all right, but the the because like unless I was playing more as an engine than actual part, because like their effects do trigger the when this is sent to the graveyard to aggravate the water monster effects things of the Atlanteans. Yeah. So I was mainly using it for that instead of actually playing Ice Shade. Hmm. But yeah, the the. Mm, their trap is all right. It lets you destroy one of yours. To oh no, it lets you send one of yours to the graveyard to destroy a card your opponent controls. But well, I mean, hey, that's DPE right there. Except you don't get recursion. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. I'm putting it into the database. Let's see, ice shade erosion. Okay. Actually, this is actually good. Because this also triggers the graveyard effects that let you summon an ice shade. You banish an ice shade to summon one from the graveyard or your hand. Well, good, good job, Konami. You made a card or a good card. My bad. Keep it I, up and stop also, fucking making dragoon copies. Also, it doesn't it doesn't destroy. It just negates your opponent's effect. One face one face up card, so it could negate like a, a spell they activate or something. Even yeah. Yeah. I mean that that's kind of nice. It has its uses. Yeah. Uh, what do I use it on? Use it on something really funny when they try to use it. Some spell card. I forget. Uh the 
the new the floodgate they have is I don't want to say it's bad, but it's not cohesive to the deck. I don't think. Mm. Like the second effect where it burns your opponent for the original attack of monsters is fun since they have an, a the defense attacker ability in their deck, but overall it's kind of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else decks are around. We can talk about divi- divi- blah, blah, valiance. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I've not read a single card of theirs. You don't so need I'm... to. You don't. You shouldn't. Well, they're like pendulums, right? So it's already a mess. Uh... They're kind of pendulums. They, they're, the entire gimmick is they're like a tabletop game. So they move around the board mm. from like spell from the pendulum zone to the board, to the main monster zone to another zone, and then that's how they get their effects. But that's a weird effect, and the best you can really do with it raw is like, I guess add, you guess, hmm, it's best you can really get like three or four of them on the field, maybe. Um, and that's not. Okay, so looking at these, it's they're trying to do mech knights again. No, they, you, I wish it was, but it, they aren't. Well, I mean, I, I, it has it has stuff to do with you know your monster zones. It's just worse because you have to put them in the pen zone first, so they're like always starting in the furthest left or furthest right. Looking at a lot of them, yeah, they do have a, the move effects are nice, but they're not going to get them all the time, and they're them being all being rank ones, and them all having. Uh, and only the boss monsters being, I don't know, scale ones. All the mean scale ones and only the boss monsters being scale 10 means you don't really, can't really do pendulum shenanigans. You can't really do much. Mm-hmm. The only real bright side of that, you can use the the one spell that you add two pendulum monsters from your extra deck with the same scale to your hand. But that's alright, I guess, but also not really good. You guys have been a weird spot for uh, I'd say two years even. Yeah, maybe that's the reason why Konami gave in and started to do uh, new formats. Also, <laughs> looking at it, apparently the set they're coming out in is reprinting Electromite, which is um, scary. Uh, it's very, is Electromite banned in the OCG, or is that one? Uh, oh, it's that one. Okay. I don't even remember when that happened. Huh. Mm, doesn't matter. The OCG isn't real anyways. Not that's whenever they say you know pre release cards, uh, only in the OCG, they really just mean custom cards that Konami might print. Yeah, they might not. Like, uh, what's a card in OCG that hasn't printed here yet? Uh, like the fossils, the second wave, printed, fall. like the fossil night cards yet? No, not the second wave, they finished the first wave, but not the second wave, hmm. like, uh, the main, the shell knight, uh, yeah. Cragger, uh, and sorry, uh, what? Uh, the 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 crag crag. Oh, I see. Okay, you might want to be careful about saying that. <laughs> <on Twitch>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the OCG only ha- still hasn't given us a uh, thirty thousand year old white turtle yet, right? Probably not. <laughs> or uh, or shuttle roid. They they still kept that around. The gritty fuckers. What is that? Shuttleroid. Um, I don't remember what it does, but I remember it's a little spaceship guy. Oh, when it's targeted for an attack, you can banish it, and then you special summon it uh during your next standby phase, and then it burns for a thousand. Did it two thousand seven? Yeah, it's an it's an old card. It was like pre twenty ten, I think, around the start of the synchro era. Premium pack eleven. Oh, uh, and it's a it's a fucking Windroid too, so it it's excluded by some of their effects. <laughs> Man, this card sucks. <laughs> okay, let me see what else came out in Premium Pack Eleven. Voltic, Ooh. Mizuki. Well, no, that was. Uh, did it come out? That's it. Uh, Voltic. Yeah, Premium Pack Eleven was the first set it came out in in the OCG. Uh, Evil Dragon and, and not 
Anata. Anata? The one that we got Ananta. support for. Yeah. And then Athena. Ooh. Yeah, Hecatrice and uh Valhalla as well. This is like mostly a a good pack outside of I think, I, think, I think most of these are like jump promos. Except Shuttle Roid and like Carrier Roid. Yeah. So I think that kind of explains why it never got printed at first. Uh let me see. I know uh Mizuki was a promo, I think. No, we we got Premium Pack Eleven in the form of Premium Pack Two, but they just instead they gave us a lot of uh like Jaden's manga cards and not Shuttle Roid. Hmm. What am I thinking of? I thought Mizuki was a promo. What am I thinking of? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, because this guy has like never been a promo. It's always been in like a reprint pack or a structure deck. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna look up Shonen Jump promos now and see which one I'm thinking of. All right, because I know it's like was it the, which was which one was it? Okay, not Blasphere, not Dandelion, not Fortress Dragon, not Genesis Dragon, not Tragodia, uh, not Malefic Truth Dragon, not Grano, not Weisel, not Endless Decay, not Soza, not Number Thirty Acid Golem Destruction. Yeah, I have no idea what one car I was thinking of. Uh, I mean, I immediately forgot every card you said outside of Weisel and Granel, but like one of them has got to be a zombie, right? So like, yeah, one of them's the, closest close I can, the closest I can think of is Endless Decay. Ah, uh, my favorite card because it's bad. Yeah, uh, maybe just because it was a manga card. Uh, yeah, this is one of the few printings of Number Thirty Acid Golem too. As a as a promo, yeah, it was a structure deck and the promo. No, he also came out in like a star pack, if I remember correctly. Okay. Or if not, That's... it was one of those um like drafted uh place sets. Hmm. Let me see. Database super. Oh, Return of the Duelist Special Edition and the Starter Power Up Pack. Oh yeah. Oh man, it was either TG Hyper Librarian or Acid Golem. That's kind of rough. Okay. Let me see. What decks have I been have been have I been Okay. Common charity Ooh. is is a thing, sort of. Yeah, it's a good format if you like dual links because Goki is like it's not topping, but you could definitely play it and Lunalite, which is topping. Are both decks you can play in it and decks you're familiar with if you've played dual links. I've played dual links and I have not played either of those decks. Um I've played Luna Lights, and they were a really good budget deck until Konami just fucking shot them dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because the the funny thing is, um, making Cat Dancer was very strong since you could just chain block Crimson Fox's effect, um, so that their monster automatically got reduced to zero attack and they couldn't do anything about it. And Saber mm. Dancer is also like an insanely strong card for a format like that. Hmm. Um, and I don't know what Goki does in Duel Links, uh, but I do know they're in there. <laughs> yeah, like I really don't know what they do without a link or something to build to. Yeah, because you you can't like use rematch since that requires two different levels, which is a shame because Xyz are actually in the game now. Um, but may- maybe next year when they they come out with rain's world they might finally be tier zero hmm. Hmm. Uh, uh, uh. yeah well i i remember hearing that in a common charity tournament some person brought 60 card paleo hmm. and did better than they had any right to they got like top eight i think there's 60 good cards in common charity yeah there's 60 good cards in common charity and enough cards in Paleo to make it work apparently, even though you don't get their Xyz monsters. Mm. Uh, you get... Uh, there's probably some common rank too. Uh, there's the Cat Girl. There's a Phantom Knight that's rank 2 that's common, but it's not good, and because I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> um, I think you do get access to Cambro Raster though. They're a link to, so hmm. there's at least that. 
Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Um, it top eight. It played fucking absolute king backjack. Oh. Um, in the main deck. Oh. Um, look at this! Look at this piece of crap! I hate it so much. It it's got Christia. Christia, the one copy of Farfa, Moon Mirror Shield. Why? Why are you playing Christia? Uh. I guess because if you have exactly four cards in your graveyard, you can summon it, and that's not a hard thing to accomplish with Paleo. No, doesn't that be four fairies? Or four no, cards? It's just four cards in general. Oh, okay. I thought it was four, it's I just, always thought it was four fairies. No, you only see it in fairy decks because you can also summon it with Valhalla. Mm. Um, its extra deck is Mannequin Cat, the Phantom Knights rank two, Bloom Diva, uh, Borload, and then just generic stuff like Winpegs, this Atticnist, or Link Spider. Yeah. Stuff that you're never going into. I do love the triple armory call for the double moon mirror shield. <laughs> I mean, hey, that... Oh my... Hang on, let me... <laughs> They're not even playing hidden armory. Just armory call. Yeah, Why? Yeah. Got to get <laughs> trap synergy. Yeah. Uh... You've got Fiend Griefing for your one copy of Farfa. Rain for some reason. Yeah. Uh, Waking the Dragon in the side deck, which is a bold choice. <laughs> Considering I think your only target is basically Bloom Diva, because I don't remember what the Predaplant Fusion does. That isn't Chimera Rafflesia. Um, I do I do enjoy the choice of Nimber, Nimble Beaver. Yeah. That's a, this is just honestly... I don't know why I'm shit talking it. I if this guy got top eight with it, then like I have no place to speak. Well, oh, uh, what nimble card was it? The one of the mermaid deck that I I tried out also had a mer- a nimble card. The one that someone summons other nimble cards whenever it's discarded or sent to the graveyard. Uh, not beaver, like, not sunfish. I thought it was sunfish. No, sunfish is a different effect. Uh oh, nimble angler. That's it. Sunfish isn't a bad effect, honestly, for mm. for what it is. I mean, I make a, I might make make a nimble deck later. Yeah. No. Want to make a nimble deck in 2021? <laughs> 2022, my bad. <laughs> I, I it'd be a bad idea to make a nimble deck in any year. No, it, it would have been good to make it in 2014 because that's what the dual logs did once. Uh, that does sound like the duologues. Yeah. Uh, top four. Do you do you know how many like going back to common charity? How many fucking like pendulum cards are common? Because when I found that out, that was just like crazy. Like how many? I, um, Dragon Pit and Pulse Magicians are both common. Uh, oh, apparently, <laughs> Perform a Palace Sorcerer and Scrob. Actually, no, I remember Skull Crobat, but. Uh, Sorcerer was printed in common at some point. Harmonizing Magician, Magical Android, Pendulum Call, as well as Odd Eyes Vortex, all of the Odd Eyes extra deck dragons for the huh, most part. You, could, you probably could play Senju. Senju? Uh, weren't they only like printed in Secret Forces? Oh. Or, hmm. Yeah, Secret Forces would be all like higher rarity, technically. Yeah. It's all secret or all ultra and secret from what I remember. Let me double check because it'd be. Oh no. Uh, let me see. Comma one through three got reprinted in a star pack, Ooh. so you could at least play those guys. Uh, the Yosinju, the pendulum, I think are common. Uh, they look. They, I see them up here. They are common. Yeah. Didi, eh, okay. I was going to say Didi seems payable, but then, <laughs> now I remember that most of the good cards are, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like in terms of monsters for Yosenju's, you're missing out on my Yosenju Hitot, um, who is a super, but like I don't think you technically need him unless you want to play a pendulum oriented Yosenju deck. Mm. Oh, you don't get training grounds though. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you need it, but I mean, it's 
definitely nice uh, just to be able to add a Yosenji from your deck or graveyard, but you would, yeah, I, I don't think you really need that. It's mostly like, back in my day when I played Yosenju, literally the only monsters I played were the three commas um, plus Shinshu left, since that had a protection effect. And then everything else was just kind of uh, stun. <laughs> hmm. Mm, okay. Any, anything else want to cover? Uh, we, we can talk about how Gage immediately gave up, even though he would have had uh 500 life points left during the first. <laughs> he wouldn't have won. Match. He wouldn't have won. It wouldn't have mattered. Well, yeah, he. It didn't matter in the end, but he didn't know that. He was just like <laughs> looking at this, and he was like, "Oh man, this is this is definitely game." Even though I have Deskbot Base and uh Forbidden Lance set. Oh no! You know, this is more- just. <laughs> 56 to 0. He morally lost when Simo triple colluded. Yeah. <laughs> it it was funny since uh, you know, he finally got to triple collude for game, but he really shouldn't have because again, <laughs> Gage would have been alive by just a thread. He had triple summon limit. He was not winning. He was not getting out of there. <laughs> to be fair, Simo shouldn't have won that game. Probably. <laughs> he sure yeah. so fucking bad. Yeah, I I I really really one of Gage thought he was under summon limit for three times when he did that pendulum summon. Yeah, I really wonder if he thought it counted for two. I really wonder. Like when I was looking at him, like, oh god, please don't tell me he's just going to like pendulum summon two because of summon limit, and he doesn't have anything else, or he has more stuff in hand. But I'm I'm pretty sure he just had like shit in hand. He had he had a glow up bulb. Well, yeah, he had a glow up bulb, and he summoned that, and then that's when second summon limit came down. Yeah, and he could have done something. Could 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 have made one more. Could have could have done a synchro. No, because that w- that was the second summon of the term. He pendulum summoned two, and then he normal summoned glow up bulb. Unless with summon limit, it's two summons after it's activated. No, 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 no. It counts for three summons per turn, and that was the pendulum summon count as one summon, a single summon. Yeah. So it's two summons. Right, and summon limit only lets you summon twice. No, you summon three times, right? You summon up uh, to three. Neither player can summon more than two times per turn. Oh, I always thought it was... Okay. I, I, that was... <laughs> I cannot read. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, they also made it so negated summons count towards it. That's rough. Ooh. <laughs> uh... <sighs> Uh, yeah, gauge one progression. Yeah, con- congrats, little buddy. You did it. You weren't <laughs> you weren't going down with less than thirty three percent win rate. <laughs> I he let's let's talk about what went wrong. What in progression series? Yeah. Okay. Um. So number one, Yu Gi Oh Pro's pack opening system is busted since you're allowed to get four secret rears from twenty four packs. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Because it, it was always weird when Simo would say at the beginning, we're opening 24 packs or one box, and it's like, it's not a box. You would only get, like, both of you would each get two secret rares, like an actual fucking box. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the prizing was fucked up, considering the winner pretty much only got shit for a while. And then there was the pity pack. And yeah. then 10 episodes before it ended, they're like, oh, well, we need to change it because it's too one-sided. So they made what the winner gets even better. That was that was kind of a big problem. Yeah, the wheel was a bad idea. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the wheel with where you could either get three OTS packs or the wild card from that spin wasn't like necessarily the worst because a lot of times I'm, OTS okay, packs yeah. kind of just give trash. Yeah, but that's giving fine. giving them the option to choose either an OTS three OTS packs or a wild card was just kind of uh, confusing. Yeah, the thing is, the second wheel was kind of broken. I I do not know how Gage got talked into that by Simo. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's crazy. Um, the other thing that went wrong was the Rise of the Duelist episode, because in that episode, Simo was actually supposed to win the Eternity Code episode spin the wheel and get access code from the wheel, uh, which would result in Simo playing Goki and Gage playing Despot. 
and losing to Rageki. Um, <laughs> but that did not happen, so uh, that was kind of fucked up. I, I, I don't like that they just kind of uh, took backseas on that episode. Mm. Uh, what, what, what else? Uh, there's the ban list problem where they just... I, I think playing traditional was not a good idea. Yeah, at all. yeah. I when after a few weeks of painful choice, you realize, oh, this may not be a good idea. <laughs> after a few weeks of Simo getting masterpiece and Electromite forever, you realize this was that this was fucked. I, <laughs> see, like I don't. I want to say those weren't that bad. They wouldn't be that bad if they had access to like general constructed cards, but the fact that it's a limited setting yeah. and that gauge pulled like shit throughout most of the series, yeah, just makes them exponentially worse. I Especially the, with with Simo getting yeah. like an actual pendulum deck. I think the real problem is that they had two very different mindsets of deck building the entire time. I mean. Listen, sometimes sometimes you just gotta play the rocks so that you can make an illegal play. <laughs> sometimes you gotta gotta redox pass. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes you gotta redox pass. Sometimes you gotta shove masterpiece into black wings and think that's gonna do it, that's gonna help them. What was surprising though was Simo not going back to um DD's after um Master Rule 4 revision became the standard for progression, considering that they became, like, kind of good again after that. Hmm. Uh, let's see. What, I don't think... What deck? Deathbots were better than they had a right being in the series. Yeah. Um. Well, so, in... When they were, like, doing the 2014 packs, that was, like, the only time they were good because that was when pendulum summoning was good and also you know uh they had access to shit well not in progression obviously but they had access to like crazy synchros like black yeah. rose obviously uh black rose moonlight if they got like manga cards and stuff like that um but like immediately after that <laughs> they just kind of fall off because you realize these are just little dudes yeah with no they protection Fuffer kind of had a point when he was talking about that. Oh, you're playing the O. He's playing the OTK, right? He's playing the OTK, right? <laughs> well, yeah that that's literally what they were when Double O Nine came out. It was like you play the OTK or you just play a better deck. Yeah, and <laughs> or instead of playing the OTK, you play a better deck anyway. Because let's be real here, the OTK wasn't that good either. He didn't. He didn't play Double O Nine once. <laughs> that that drove me mad. I was. I would be looking at these. I'm like, you're finally playing nine this time, right? You're you're finally going to be playing the boss monster, right? And then it's just like, nah, I'm a, I'm going to banish two Earths. Redox, go ahead, buddy. You can't out this board. Hey, Despot 009 can't not be colluded. Oh, yeah. It does have the fucking uh, no effects during that like damage step, right? Yeah. Yeah. Till the end of the damage step. Man, th those were the days. Uh, makes me want to play Ancient Gear Golem. <laughs> <laughs> Why do that when you can play UA? <laughs> Which also, where uh, MBT pointed it out that uh, they had a 100% win rate until the final episode, where they finally lost once. Yeah, against <laughs> Insector B Trooper. Honestly, those last plays were kind of wild yeah but it's i want to like ua so bad again like it's, even watching this i'm like oh man i'm I'm feeling really nostalgic i want to play ua again and then i get to deck building and i remember that since it's not 2014 anymore if you can't do anything within your open like get fucked idiot yeah it yeah, it just doesn't have the setup I remember back in the day, I was like, oh man, if they just, if they, they needed like one more card for him to be like decent and it was just like another normal summon so that you could stop playing Warrior Lady of the Wasteland and um, Transmutation? Trans, some card that lets you turn Warrior Lady into UA midfielder, basically. 
and mm. I was like, oh man, I'm just going to wait for these days. And then, what was the next set after Cross Souls? Was that Invasion Vengeance? Maybe something like that. And they just didn't come out. And I was like, oh, they're just not getting any more, huh? Yeah, I. It's funny that that Zemo played UA and <laughs> Gate attempted to play FA. <laughs> <laughs> well. <sighs> Man, I it's cool that Gage was like playing all playing some interesting decks, regardless of how good or bad they may be. Um, but I don't know why he decided FA of all things. Um, I guess it this that was an MBT idea. Oh, yeah, of course it was because it's like even Gage needs to be able to like think and concentrate on every single play, and he can't mess up once, which looking at literally any play he's made in progression series he's prone to doing i i don't get it especially with a deck where the payoff is just not good even if you do do everything right yeah and then megalith was like kind of good since they had access to black dragon so they could recreate that like one period of time where megalith had like the cards they needed plus black dragon Hmm. but that also requires like a decent amount of thinking and an yeah. ability to not accidentally cheat. <laughs> yeah, the cheating is like... <laughs> I, they need a judge there for like every single play they do. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, literally every other series has it, which is kind of amazing that they didn't have the foresight themselves to get like somebody else to just watch over and be like, hey, is this legal? I... <laughs> I think Simo just likes the casualness of it. Like, oh yeah, just two friends playing game. Yeah, that that definitely has an appeal. But I think, like, even with uh, MBT's progression playoffs, it has that similar sort of feeling. Especially since, like, most of that of the people he plays with are literally just his friends and don't really do content outside of like Danny. Yeah. Um, but he still has um Siberian there. To judge just so that they don't accidentally create an irreparable game state. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. What's the. Oh, the, I won't say what's the worst misplay, but it's probably the gauge missing the OTK. Which time? <laughs> the more, more recent one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's really hard because all every time they've like misplayed, it's kind of been like in a weirdly bad way, in my opinion. Yeah. And it, it's kind of hard to specifically rank which one is probably the worst. Um, especially in cases where like they miss OT King by like a couple hundred or even a thousand. But I mean, hey, fucking progression series two going on for like five more years since they're going to be doing literally every set. I hope it's better than how the Farfa and Team Sam series is. Because that one one isn't bad, but it feels stale in a way that makes you realize a lot of the side sets don't matter. Yeah. I mean, so with that, they're only doing side sets, but I know with with SEMO and Gages, they are going to be doing core and side sets, so it hopefully should... Stay a little bit more fresh. But what what are they doing? I don't know. They have content for years, I guess. Hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah. But I I don't remember how Gage said they were going to do it. If it was going to be like um like alternating between sets, or if it's going to be chronological. Because I think he said alternating, but I don't know what he meant by that. I hope he didn't mean. Yeah, we're going to like do Legend of Blue Eyes. And then the next set we're going to do is like Dark Revelations Volume One. Hmm. I hope that's not the case because that just that that kind of breaks up the suspense of waiting for like uh, Demok to come along. Yeah, like I think it's a lot of like I said, a lot of side decks are just reprints of good cards. Yeah, so so like it, it's nice. I think it's nicer in this context because it will give a chance for both of them to 
get some cards they might have missed from an earlier set, especially since some of them are printed in lower uh, rarities. Like at one point, MST is just a common in like Wing Raiders. So they're more than guaranteed to at least have MST at one point. But that might be two years before we get to Wing Raiders. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to see. And hmm. oh, yeah, <laughs> the thing was, <laughs> I like right before this, I watched the Farfa MBT joint stream. Mm-hmm. And learning that Gage stole the seal only idea from a RuneScape run is like so funny to me yeah i i can't imagine what that runescape run must have been like for you to watch it and be like yeah i'm going to make it so that for Yu-Gi-Oh, we open like 24 cart or 24 packs and then build a deck out of that like sealed uh, play, but i think the runescape one is like no trading or whatever i don't know what runescape is how the, how the fuck does does Gage watch a video on no trading or playing RuneScape without trading items with people and be like, yeah, progression series? I I do not see the the through line for that. Okay, Swamplex, the indigenous the ingenious player taking the RuneScape community by storm. Mm. Uh, da da da. Swamp Planet is a star of the YouTube series from a player called Settled. Let me put Swamp Planet is the room saint jealousy who cannot trade with other players, store any items in the bank, or leave their region. So has limited resources and has to do it all on 24 inventory spaces. Hmm. Hmm. Isn't that, I think for the most part, that's kind of like just Iron Man mode for RuneScape. Where you're just not allowed to interact with other people and yeah. you have limited inventory space. Yeah. I still do not understand how Gage got to the conclusion of turning a RuneScape game mode into Yu-Gi-Oh, but good on him. The the uh, gonna be gonna be interesting in the now in a in a post prog season one world. Yeah. Uh at a certain point, people are just going to have to come up with something new for others to steal and uh, make for their own content. Yeah. Hey, wait, when uh, is there a series where we do the Structure Deck series? You mean the one that Simo started and then gave up on because uh, neither of them were like... I am i don't think Enjoy was is the right word, but like they were kind of playing it and they're like, this isn't as entertaining as we thought it was. <laughs> uh, what, what, what series is one? Which one was it? Was sealed showdown? No. What sealed the structure showdown. deck one? I I thought that was sealed showdown. No, sealed showdown is they just take a pack and make a deck from that pack. Oh, uh, um, I think it was like structure deck Sundays or something like that. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, you you we could steal the Yu Gi Oh auction series idea. That but it was like actual like actual monetary value of cards. We have Kaiba Corp bucks like they do, except every now and again, a single of a card will be put up for auction. <laughs> a playset of DPE of a DPE engine. How how many how many Kaiba Corp bucks would that cost? Because keep in mind, they only have like a hundred thousand in their series. Uh, maybe maybe twenty twenty. Uh, well, actually, no. I I'm realizing that auction is um. <laughs> Is the wrong thing for what I'm thinking of, but it, considering that you know you start off with an open bet, yeah, uh, whatever. You, you go, you go high for the DPE engine. You just you go all in. You give the Farfa viewers what they want, and that's how you get your viewers. Yeah, you make Verte. <laughs> you you make Verte, and you go all in on the first uh, bidding, so that way your opponent gets everything, and you get nothing. Me, I'm looking and seeing that a five-month-old SEMO video of him saying, I think B-Trooper will be the, be the new best deck about B-Trooper. <laughs> One of these days, buddy. Oh, what What if... Hang on, I've got a video idea for you. What if you do a video series where it's like progression, where mm-hmm. you make some... You open some sets and you make a deck out of what you get, but during the matches every like 10 minutes you have to stop and you have to play a round of like super smash flash or something like that or like rivals of ether 
I'll, I'll think. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I mean, listen, that was that was the best episode of Card Fight Vanguard Overdress, and you could just adapt that in real life, except for the wrestling part because of you know COVID. <sighs> uh, let's see, uh, I still have that the Diviner card. I I still need to sell that soon, probably before Dytron stop being meta. I I have two copies of Crossout Designator, and I really need to like get rid of them before they <laughs> get them fast. Like five bucks. <laughs> that card, that card is this overhyped. Yeah, I have never seen a single duel where that card has gone off. I I don't think I've seen a card start off so high and immediately tank in value so fast in a while. <sighs> uh, what card was it? Oh, uh, Scrap Raptor. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, Jesus, that, that was, was a the same year, even. <laughs> that was a common. So. But people were still hyped up about it. They were like, oh, man, dinosaurs are going to stay tier one, even without Misk. Yeah. Uh... I, don't, I don't think even fucking the Duan Wands deck for the Moron Banlist tournament used Scrap Raptor. Oh. Like, I'm pretty sure only Orcus plays that card. And... Yeah, I guess pure scrap. If you want to play that, oh, pure scrap! Wow, fucking meta contender from two thousand seven, huh? Oh yeah, I I was again up against a scrap deck on on YGO Pro, and they made Atomic Scrap Dragon, and that's the first time I read that card's effect. <laughs> and that card is bad. You yeah, your, you destroy your own card so your opponent can can put cards back into their deck. I mean, yeah, it's quite literally worst worst scrap dragon because it takes more resources to make and it also loses you more resources after you make it and use its effect. It's scraps are scraps scraps seem the D D Z video made about them. Yeah. Oh, hey, and also have... Oh yeah, also, go ahead. Also learned that the Mermail uh link does not trigger when you crash it into your opponent monster. Your opponent has to attack it and destroy it, so it gets its mill effect. What? The like, mermail link. Well, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but it only activates on your opponent's attack, not yours. Yes, if it's get destroyed by your opponent's attack, now you crashing into it. Man, this card. Why? Why would they do that? Were, <laughs> so they, you don't... were they really scared of people hyping up mermaids? Mermaids, uh, mermails for like the fifth time in Yu Gi Oh's history. I guess so. Like, I mean, the effect is good. You mill one special summon from graveyard, but yeah, abyss. Uh, yeah, uh, if it's card in your own possession is destroyed by an opponent's attack or card effect, Yu Gi Oh is something. It, it, this card came out in like 2020, right? Like 2019, maybe 20. One, one of the link link packs. Man, it, so it was already like seven years too late to have an effect <laughs> that triggers upon your opponent destroying your stuff. Twenty Dark Neostorm. The, the the fucking mermail adding a mermail effect is only during your opponent's turn too. What is wrong with yeah, this card? <laughs> like it guesses the disruption if you have an Atlantean hand, but like like that's Well yeah, but it would have been better if it was literally just quick effect as opposed to during your opponent's turn. Quick it's not effect. a good. It's not a good card. It even has like the five hundred plus five hundred effect. Like that matters. Yeah, the, I'm looking at this, and there's barely a reason to play this over me, Starboy. Yeah, yeah. Like I think you might even want to play uh, the Erica Link over this. Maybe. I mean, probably. Okay. Any final final Yu-Gi-Oh thoughts? Um, I I hope I hope. Konami fixes Deckmaster. That's it. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, oh, didn't we mention the news in Sector card? Oh, fucking Zectabike Ko. <sighs> Man, like it, it's good, technically. It works. Yeah, but like we waited two years for this card. Man, <laughs> even even the weather got like cooler support in the form of the weather report and all we got was just one card in the span of the time it took for the weather to get their support yeah i yeah what other decks were there dino mist 
Dynamist. Uh, I think Valkyries. I think Cyber was a deck. Up no, was it? It was, a, it was a weird. It was a weird tournament. Let me see. Yeah, create a card. Because I, I do remember Dynamist being one of the options, and I think there was a. I remember there was a conspiracy between one of the options because it it was discovered that somebody made a bot script to give those yeah. to one. Okay, the weather, Gradle, Dynamist, Lightsworn, Valkyrie, Insector, Sylvan. We just got the new Sylvan support. Yeah, uh, Cyber Angel, Fire King, X Saber, Fortune Lady, Hazy Flame, Mermail, Photon, TG, and Frog. How how did the weather not win this and come <laughs> out with better support? How did how did they manage to do that? They got to they got to the quarterfinals when they lost to Dan- Dino Mist. Well, yeah. When did Simo start playing Dino Mist? Oh no, okay, yeah, that was way after this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was it. Was like Eternity Code was when I think he first started playing that. Mm. No, not e- no. Sorry, I I mixed it up. Uh, the one that had uh, Zark as the cover card. Maximum Crisis. Yes. I know that because I pulled Zark and Masterpiece from that. Like, recently. Oh, damn. Well, uh, for all the Yu-Gi-Oh! players out there, watch out for those tunnels, and also play a better game. And read your cards. Don't do that. That's a lie <laughs> that Double made up. Thank you for being here. This has been Wiggler, the podcast, the podcast, the podcast, the podcast.